joins next week. Goodbye. Stay classy. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, President Trump condemns a synagogue shooting in which 11 people were killed. Dennis Kwok warns hurting Hong Kong's image will hurt Beijing too. And the Labour Secretary defends the one-way permit system. A Jewish civil rights group has said the shooting dead of 11 members of a Pittsburgh synagogue is the deadliest attack on U.S. Jews in history. The man, identified as Robert Bowers, Bowers opened fire as a Saturday morning service was getting underway. He was detained after exchanging fire with police officers. Here's the BBC's Gary O'Donoghue. The FBI says Robert Bowers will be prosecuted for hate crimes and that justice will be swift and severe. Bowers reportedly shouted all Jews must die as he opened fire in the Tree of Life synagogue and it's become clear that he was a prolific peddler of online anti-Semitic hatred and conspiracy theories, even posting the phrase I'm going in just an hour before the shooting took place. President Trump has called the killings evil and says he'll travel to Pittsburgh shortly. All flags at the White House and on other federal buildings will be flown at half-mast for the next four days. President Trump denounced the shooting and said the vile poison of anti-Semitism must be condemned wherever it occurred. Mr Trump said people committing such murder deserve the death penalty. This wicked act of mass murder is pure evil. Hard to believe. Our minds cannot comprehend the cruel hate and the twisted malice that could cause a person to unleash such terrible violence during a baby naming ceremony. The lawmaker representing the legal sector, Dennis Kwok, has urged the Beijing and SAR governments to protect Hong Kong's image and autonomy in the face of difficult circumstances. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Kwok cited two recent incidents as the most prominent examples of direct attacks on the city's democratic values, including the ban on disqualified lawmaker Lao Sulai running for a LegCo seat and the denial of a visa for foreign journalist Victor Mallet. He said it's not in anyone's interest, including China's, to damage Hong Kong's image and international status. I strongly urge those in the Hong Kong government and Beijing to raise their perspective above the narrow confines of the nationalistic lens and try to truly understand the importance of Hong Kong as an international city and the role that Hong Kong can significantly play, especially under the current international atmosphere amidst the US-China trade war. The paranoia of an authoritarian state need not creep into Hong Kong. It is both unnecessary and counterproductive. It is not in the interest of anyone, including China, to damage Hong Kong's image and status as an international city based on the rule of law and liberal democratic values. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare, Lo Chi Gong, has defended the one-way permit scheme that allows people in mainland China to reside in Hong Kong with their families. In his weekly blog, he says the SAR's labor force would have been cut by 400,000 were not for the influx of nearly a million people with one-way permits over the past two decades. He added that another 30, that another 300,000 people in the labor force would have been lost if the authorities didn't allow spouses from across the border to live here in the SAR. The chairman of the Family Council, Daniel Sex, says both employees and businesses can benefit from a more family-friendly culture 
Professor Sykes says the city is getting better in terms of initiatives that help to balance employees' work and family time, such as some, some firms allowing a four-day week or requiring staff to leave punctually. But he called on more companies to change their employment practices to promote a better and more profitable work-life balance. For some big corporations, they can do it, and even for the small firms,、uh, we witness that there is a gradual、uh, increase in the number of、uh, companies and、um, firms. They can do it in this way, and because eventually they found that by doing it in a more family-friendly manner,、uh, they are not having a poor、uh, record in the revenue. In fact, they can earn more, and、uh, there can be more harmonious relationship between. Uh, the the boss and the、uh, employee. So in the long run, I think it is a win-win situation, and it is、uh, sustainable. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. Final preparations are underway across Brazil ahead of the second round of presidential elections on Sunday. The last polls before the vote suggest that the far-right candidate Jair Bolsonaro is in the lead with around 56 percent. The left-wing candidate Fernando Haddad is 13 points behind. Here's the BBC's Candice Piat. How did a right-wing candidate without the backing of an established party get so far? Jair Bolsonaro succeeded by riding the wave of public anger at the country's corrupt political establishment. He's channeled the disillusion felt by so many with the left-wing Workers' Party, who ran Brazil for 14 years, promising to help the poor, but who were found to have been stealing from the public purse. Mr. Bolsonaro has also promised to fight violent crime, winning over many women and minorities who are its biggest victims, and who are now prepared to forgive his history of abrasive, chauvinist, and racist comments. Voters in the Republic of Ireland have overwhelmingly backed moves to remove a prohibition on blasphemy from the country's constitution. Nearly 65% voted yes in a referendum held on Friday, alongside presidential elections. The constitutional The constitution currently holds that blasphemy is a criminal offence. Voters also re-elected Ireland's incumbent president Michael D. Higgins for a second seven-year term. Catholic bishops have recommended that women should play a greater role within the church at a synod in the Vatican. The month-long meeting had been called to examine how the church could better reach out to young people, but divisions between conservatives and progressives resulted in few definitive re- conclusions. In Britain, a helicopter belonging to the Thai billionaire owner of Leicester City Football Club has crashed and burst into flames. The BBC's John Donison reports. The crash happened shortly before nine o'clock, around an hour and a half after the final whistle in Leicester City's game with West Ham. Broadcasters covering the match described the helicopter taking off from the pitch. Eyewitnesses then say it suddenly span out of control before crashing into a car park outside the ground. Television pictures show it engulfed in a ball of fire. Emergency services are at the scene. It's not known if Leicester's owner Wee Chai Watanaprapa was on board. The Thai billionaire bought Leicester City in 2010 and has been credited with building the team that won the Premier League six years later. Sport and in the English Premier League, just three points separate Liverpool from defending champions Manchester City after their 4-1 home victory over Cardiff. They're guaranteed to stay there until tomorrow when City play fifth-placed Tottenham at Wembley. Cardiff's goal was the first goal against Liverpool this season, and manager Jurgen Klopp admits it helped Liverpool focus. They scored. Boys don't like that. I don't like it, but、um, today it helped. 
a, bit, a little bit even because after the 2-1 Cardiff Salba leaving here maybe something can go today and um, and we use that space then uh, for, for nice goals. And um, so really happy about the performance. In a week with three games, that's the period you don't like too much. Um, but now we are, we are through that and um, with uh, yeah, maximum points, that's good. Fulham has spent a lot of money since being promoted to the Premier League, but were easily beaten 3-0 by Bournemouth. They've connected the most, the joint, sorry, they've conceded the joint most goals in Premier League history. Under pressure manager Slavisia Jokanovic insists he's not thinking about his own future. I must to be brave and uh, keep going and uh, encourage my team for, uh, for working hard and for uh, made the better job. Reigning champions Manchester City face Tottenham Hotspur tomorrow while Chelsea play Burnley today. Arsenal travel to Crystal Palace and Man- Manchester United welcome Everton to Old Trafford. In other Premier League news, Watford continued their fine start to the season, beating Huddersfield 3-0. That pushed Huddersfield to the bottom of the table after Newcastle, previously propping up the division, managed a point in a goalless draw at home to Southampton. Elsewhere, Brighton striker Glenn Murray scored his 100th goal for the Seagulls in a 1-0 win at home to Wolves. Southampton and Newcastle ended nil-all, while Leicester and West Ham drew one all. World champions New Zealand crushed old foes Australia 37-20 in Japan to complete a 3-0 Bledisloe Cup Series whitewash. Fly half Bowden Barrett scored 17 points and was 5 from 6 with the boot in Yokohama as the All Blacks piled more pressure on the struggling Wallabies and underfire coach Michael Cheka. To end the news, our top stories once again. President Trump condemns a synagogue shooting in which 11 people were killed. Dennis Kwok warns hurting Hong Kong's image will hurt Beijing too. And the Labour Secretary defends the one-way permit system. The news from RTHK. Every 
time I see her face and I hear you say, hello, my only one. 